Welcome to our daily podcast, The News Around Uganda. It's the 4th of May, 2021. I am Lydia Lakonyero. In our first story, the coordinator of the Presidential Initiative on Wealth and Job Creation, also known as the Emioga Program, in Teso region, Martin Akorikin has won the leadership of the Savings and Credit Cooperative Societies against segregation while disbursing seed capital to their associations. Only very few members have received funds compared to the total number of the registered ones. Akorikin now calls for more efforts in the monitoring of the Emioga circles as funds are being accessed at their associations. Emioga's intention is to promote a savings culture and eradicate poverty among Ugandans. President Yoru Museveni introduced it in 2019 to benefit sector-specific associations including Boda Boda, women entrepreneurs, carpenters, salon operators, taxi operators and restaurant associations. You will find that seven associations that make a circle that receive the 30 million plus the money they have saved in their associations to go to the circle. The executive decides to give a 30 million shillings to two associations and leaving five associations. The Hansa Corrigan Martin, I began to have a meeting with security and this is the reason. If there were 10 associations divided by 30 million, if every association would have got 3 million shillings. But now you have got seven associations and you only give two associations the 30 million and the excuse you have is others should wait when they return back the money then they get their money. Until when and they have saved their money if that's what you want give them back their money and the problem just it is so something stupid like that is happening and you are getting caught you are watching you are complaining why don't you communicate you find that he, a member in a station is taking 2.5 million yes for it and they bring and give him 2.2 they have removed 300,000 then you a member beneficiary you are finding a paper that have received 2.5 because of given the bosses that bosses Who are those bosses who want money? Emioga is paying every city some money for helping the community to help do Emioga. And the citizens don't have information about Emioga. Meanwhile, the State Minister for Relief and Disaster Preparedness, Musa Echweru, has directed security to arrest people who are spreading false information regarding coronavirus vaccinations. Echweru said some wrong elements have been moving in villages telling people to shun the coronavirus vaccinations claiming it will make men impotent. Echweru who last month received his vaccination is urging the people of Teso to accept to be vaccinated and also called upon the religious leaders to encourage their flock to go for vaccination. Still in the news The Archbishop of the Church of Uganda Dr Stephen Kazimba Mugalu has rallied the Christian faithful to consider helping retired clergy. The Archbishop was on a pastoral visit to Nebi Diocese over the weekend and on Monday paid a courtesy visit to the widow of the late Archbishop Silvanus Wani who was the fourth Archbishop of the Church of Uganda at her home in Mvara. I request God's people whoever is able to help our retired one. We shouldn't forget our people who served us. I am the ninth Archbishop. The husband was the fourth Archbishop 60 years down the road if it wasn't these first archbishops including archbishop Wani I wouldn't have been an archbishop I am in this office because they were there and now we don't want to forget our dear ones who did a great work amidst the hard times Engineer Tio Oda the district engineer of Arua who is overseeing the construction project 
congratulated the province for considering the former servants of the Lord and promised neat work as well as proper accountability. I want to thank God for that grace he has put in you and the little resources that keep coming will be put to the right use. None of the coins shall be diverted and you will come back at the appropriate time to give glory to God when the work gets completed. Thank you very much. May God bless you with your team. Insecurity. Police has intensified both motorized and foot patrols ahead of the presidential swearing-in ceremony scheduled for the 12th of May. The function will be held at Kololo Grounds in Kampala as Yoweri Kaguta Museveni is sworn in after winning a re-election in the January polls. Police spokesperson Fred Enanga says they have beefed up security to get rid of disgruntled people who may want to disrupt the event. At this stage we want to inform the public that there are no uh, specific threats uh, directed towards the swearing-in ceremony. Although we do anticipate as uh, security agencies disruptive activities uh, basically by disgruntled politicians and supporters whom we anticipate will want to uh, disrupt the process through the use of uh, uh, petrol bombs. We've seen uh, previously attempts uh, by some of uh, uh, these uh, negative elements. However, our joint intelligence uh, components are on top of uh, this game. They are uh, picking as much intelligence information as possible on all forms, on all forms of political threats. In politics, the Forum for Democratic Change has asked the government to rethink the tax imposed on fuel because it will affect the price of essential goods consumed by peasants. In the new tax proposals passed by Parliament, a tax of 100 shillings is paid on every liter of fuel. The party deputy secretary general Harold Kaija says such a tax sounds fair, but it affects the price of commodities. So that kind of exploitation is actually what is causing what we call income inequality in this country. It is what is causing poverty. And people think that money is imposed on cars. It is imposed on whoever is consuming anything. Because somebody bringing a token will increase the price. Somebody, you know, having all the essential goods will be increased because of this kind of tax. Nobody says no to taxes, but the tax burden on the people of Uganda is too high to manage. In sad news for the fourth estate, at least 62 journalists were reported dead globally last year while in the line of duty, according to UNESCO Secretary General Rose Agoi. She said some died of COVID-19, calling for renewed commitment by everyone to defend media rights. Akoi was speaking during the symposium organized by Uganda Journalists Association with its partners, including, among others, the Uganda Human Rights Commission, GIZ, and the UN Human Rights Office to commemorate the 30th World Press Freedom Day in Kampala. The Uganda Journalists Association president used the same meeting to express the need for reconciliation with the security forces in the proper manner to heal visible tensions with journalists. The Minister of Information and ICT Permanent Secretary Vincent Bajide, who represented the line minister Judith Nabakova, confirmed that plans were underway by the ministry to organize training for security personnel to reduce violations of journalists' rights. The UN resident coordinator Rosa Malango used the commemoration day to call on the government to engage the media owners to address journalists' welfare given their importance to society. Ladies and gentlemen, we all have an opportunity to remind ourselves that we have a shared responsibility to exercise our rights without infringing on the rights of others. We can agree that freedom of expression is the foundation of many other rights and gives both individuals and communities the right to articulate 
to your opinions without retaliation, fear of retaliation, intimidation, censorship, or punishment. And before I conclude, a word on shared responsibility. In crime, the police in Kampala are holding seven suspects who allegedly vandalize electricity distribution material. The suspects include Ronald Semaganda, Lawrence Musoke, Ashraf Turiatemba, Martin Mujira, Abdu Matovu, Michael Nuamanya, and Obadia Matovu. The police spokesperson Fred Enanga confirmed that material worth 3 billion shillings was recovered and investigations are ongoing to have the suspects charged in court. We are worth 3 billion. Amongst them were 1,460 pieces of 50 millimeter bimetal clamps, then 3,480 pieces of real insulators, uh, then 80, 840 pieces of uh, polymeric insulators, 5,646 pieces of 60 millimeter PG clamps, 510 such arresters. There are 80 different categories of exhibits which we actually recovered. We'd like to encourage all businesses that are dealing in scrap metal to streamline their work methods and uh, avoid such transactions which are suspect but resort to very genuine transactions. In Parliament, the House has passed the Fish Amendment Bill 2021 with consideration of 8% levy on fish mao exports, dropping an earlier proposal of levying 70,000 Uganda shillings per kilogram of fish mao exports. The bill was presented before the House by the Minister of State for Finance David Bahati for a second reading and eventual passing to facilitate government to raise more than 10 billion shillings from fish mao exports. The consideration of 8% came after a consensus reached following deliberations in which an earlier percentage proposal of 10% by Lwemiyaga MP Theodore Sechikubo and a 5% proposal by the Bukoma and Simbi South Member of Parliament were dropped. And, uh, and, uh, and Honorable Sechikubo who moved for 10% is overwhelmingly now smiling and supporting the 8% position as a harmonized position. Okay, Honorable Members, again uh, I need to repeat that uh, when when uh, amendments come spontaneously, no one has had time to consider them. But the committee at least had time to uh, evaluate and came up with the 8%. Why don't we go with that for this financial year? And if it's not working well, we can review. Yes. On our members, I put the question that uh, close to be amended as proposed. Those in favor say aye, the contrary, no. I have it. And with that story, we come to the end of the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lekwanyel. Good day.